Blog Talk Radio.
right, everybody. We're about to get into it. We're going to go ahead and introduce our guest, Miss Monique Rozier. And uh, we're going ahead and uh, get into it. Monique, are you there? Are you, are you ready, girl? Yes, I'm here and I'm ready. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. In the Know with Mo proudly presents Monique Rozier. Here she goes. Let's get it going. Go ahead, girl. All right. Well, first of all, let me go ahead and do some clearing up. My husband is not the host. I am the host. Excuse you. And he is a guest. Let's be clear. He didn't introduce himself Excuse like you. this is his platform, but we're going to go ahead and uh, it's good. It's good. We're going to clear it right on up at the top. Okay. Now, thank you so much, you all, for tuning in for show number Thrizzle. I'm so excited. I'm fired up for this subject matter. I feel like we've been building up to it for the past two shows. If you have not listened to those already, head over to Blog Talk Radio and catch up with your girl. So you won't be hearing this and being confused. We need you all to be in sequence with this thing because this is a series that we own. The Musketeers is a ride that you don't want to be missing obstacles on. You want to make sure you're there for every turn, every twist, so that we can elevate together. You don't want to be missing stops. That's not cute. But anyway, today we are going to be covering an awesome subject. We're going to talk about removing the armor. Now, that is work that actually can start way before you get into a relationship. But, you know, my husband and I, we are going to capture it together. Um, when I talked about the power of the in-between, the power of the in-between is not just about your life goals. It also can be about the goals that you have when it comes to personal or, and romantic relationships. You are definitely going to be in between the desire of a relationship which I believe most of us have. We have that desire or we want to be in a relationship if we're not in one already. And and then, you know, the process of getting to being in a relationship. So there are steps that you uh, are going to be taking to put you in um, position to be prepared for the relationship that you desire to be in. Um, if we don't do those steps between the, the desire of a relationship and acquiring a relationship, we can very easily end up in that meantime situation, which is what we talked about on the first show. You end up with partners that are actually not yours, thus leading into babysitting blessings. Babysitting blessings is not just careers and dreams and goals. It can also be partners. You can end up with partners that you're not compatible with, that are not bad people but are just better suited for someone else, just like you are better suited maybe for someone else. And if you are just holding on to placeholders in your life, you cannot get to the person that you are supposed to be with. And so we want to make sure that we're just doing that work in the in-between so that we don't have a meantime relationship and end up babysitting somebody else's blessing. You see how I plugged all them shows? See, that's why you got to be here for the ride. You don't want to be missing stuff, sis. Or, brother, you got to get in where you fit in. So, anyway, without further ado, he did already introduce himself, but I'm going to introduce him again. My wonderful husband, G3. We ain't going to say the whole government up in here. I ain't, you know, ain't going to say the whole government. But we have reached the segment of the show where I call it Talk Your Stuff. Now, he up to a few things. You know what I'm saying? He, he think he popping or whatever. He's up to a few things. So, in this particular segment, baby, tell the people – what you got going on, what you're doing, where can they find what you're doing. Um, just, you know, brag on yourself a little bit. I already know, but let them know. 
Well, I great, greatly uh, appreciate the ability for me to talk about myself because I do it so well. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you so much, uh, Monique, for having me on. I am honored and blessed that you would even consider uh, me doing this. This is awesome. Um, I am a I'm a lot of things. I'm a husband. I'm a homeowner. Um, my passions in life consist of music. I've been a musician. My, uh, I say to about I was about six years old when I entered into the world of being a musician. Being a professional musician, I've been that for a little over 20 years now. And for those that don't know the difference um, between professional and musician, I get paid for what I do. That's mainly the oh, main wah, wah. <laughs> difference. <laughs> hey, many don't know. Many don't know. Um, when I'm not uh, working in music, I'm actually working with other artists, um, doing it, uh, whether it be live or in the studio, um, things of that nature. Um, I'm being a husband, learning to continue to be a great husband. Uh, I'm, I'm now a homeowner, so I'm learning what it means to be a homeowner and all the ins and outs of that. Um, and I am gainfully employed. That's important, too. Gainfully employed, so yes, I do have a nine to five. That's important too, as I, you know, have another stream of income going in and coming out at at the same time too. So yeah, that's just a little bit of me. Um, well, you know, shameless plug. The intro music is music that he created. So baby, let them know where they can find your stuff if they if they're just looking for something for like what I'm doing. We ain't getting on hit up by the Internet police by using somebody else's <laughs> stuff? Like, how can they use some of the stuff that you done created? Because I think it's hot myself, but, you well, know, I'm the wife speaking. I great, great, greatly appreciate it. Uh, yes, the music that you've heard either for In the Know with Mo or the music that you've heard for The Love Chord or Just Say It for Jacqueline Rozier, um, that's the music that I have created. I specialize in background music, whether it be for podcasts, whether it be for live podcasts, whether you see on YouTube or Facebook, if you have a website and you need music, a lot of times it's, it's challenging to get music cleared and to use music that you may have heard or a song that you may have heard because, you know, people want to get their coins for it and things of that nature. Um, same as me, you know, however, um, it's just a, the red tape is not going to be a stick when it comes to using music that has been created by somebody else. If you are wanting to hear my music, listen to my music, uh, you can go to soundcloud.com, and uh, it's under the heading of The Unspoken Experience. The Unspoken Experience, I have about 30 songs there. They're all instrumentals. Uh, they all can be used for background music, and uh, they're all licensed under The Unspoken Experience Publishing and LLC, um, which is there for you. So um, if you are interested uh, I will definitely uh, leave some information at the end of the show where you can find me and you can email me and talk to me and figure out how you can enjoy some of this great music at the same time, too. So thank you. I know that's right, baby. It's unspoken, but he spoke about it. You see that? <laughs> Wonderful. So anyway, as we, we veer into – thank you so much, baby, for that synopsis. I'm so glad people know what's going on with you. we got to promote you, get you out there. That's what all this platform is about, putting people on besides myself. It's sharing love. So before we head into the subject matter and how I came up with this subject matter, I was watching a show 
you know from Kev on stage. I don't know if everybody is familiar, but he is a one of a great comedian that my husband put me on to um when we began dating. I didn't even know who he was, but I'm really glad that I know him now because him and his wife have really helped me and aided me so much in um seeing relationships from a different lens because sometimes you need to see different perspectives to collect data and improve your own situation. But, you know, it's no good just listening to your own voice. You want to be able to hear um, other perspectives, you know, so that you can evolve and be a better, more well-rounded partner. So um, I was watching one of the segments that he has on his app. Now, this is a, this is a pl- I ain't going to plug him too much because he ain't paying your girl. But <laughs> um, he has his wife, Melissa Fredericks, has a uh a show that was called Love on Stage. And there was a particular couple that was on there, started out really great, and things didn't quite work out. But he used a very um, interesting uh, perspective when it comes to how you approach um, your relationship. And he he spoke to the young lady about removing the armor. And for me, armor means bringing, put, bring, putting down your defenses, you know, being trusting, opening up yourself um, to the possibilities of what a relationship or a romantic relationship or a friendship can be. Um, A lot of that work um, should should, take place, you know, when you're working on the power of and the in-between, where you're doing the steps in between a relationship, working out the kinks of old relationships, working out old traumas, working out things that you don't want to bring into a new situation. Like that's one of the great things that you want to do in between um, wanting a relationship and getting into a relationship is doing that work so that you're not making somebody pay for a debt they, that they didn't um, that they don't they don't owe. They're walking around paying charges off that they didn't even rack up, so to speak. And so believe that it's bringing down defenses, bringing down the guards and working on yourself. That's what removing armor is to me. Now, for you, husband, what does removing the armor mean for you? Uh, you know, r- removing the armor basically means just g- Getting naked, you know. Um, oh, mercy, this man. <laughs> but we can do that too. Hey, <laughs> I'm just I'm just messing around. You know, removing the armor, especially for a man, um, is really really important. And I I will say this: um, there was a time in our um, relationship, very briefly, that I had to drive to my job and drive home, and drive to my job and drive home. And when you are out in the streets, in your vehicle, at your job, on your job, coming home, here, there, and everywhere, there is a particular type of armor that you have to put on as a man mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, because you have to be a certain way there. And one of the great opportunities that I had is at the time we weren't married, but I would, you know, a lot of times go and visit my wife at the time she was my girlfriend um, at at her mom and dad's place or we would meet up for lunch or dinner or something of that nature and I could remove that armor. I didn't have to put on such a protective situation around what was going on with me. I could do things and say things that I didn't have to be 
when I was at my job, when I was in front of other people and things of that nature. And I, I believe that's what the importance for me, I, I, you know, of removing the armor is. I mean, now that I'm married, we're, we're up under the same roof in the whole nine yards. When I come in from a long day, when I come in from a hard day, you know, there are certain days where I'm working out of the office and my door is closed. When I come out of that office, even though it's just a few feet away from the bedroom, I can remove my armor. I can remove the things during the day, during the week, during the month that have been hitting me, those those areas that have been trying to wound me and things of that nature. I, I can remove it. I can be vulnerable. I can be at a place at peace. I can be at a place where I can speak freely, think freely, and I won't be judged. There won't be an a expectation. I will be loved unconditionally and just be myself. So removing the armor, um, I would definitely say from a male's point of view, from a man's point of view, from a husband's point of view, is really, really important because we need an opportunity to unload, to speak to think and to be, that's very important. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more, babe. And just to kind of piggyback off of that, a woman learns how to be a safe space when she understands that she's protected. And part of um, understanding that you're protected is um, learning how to trust yourself. Because I know um, when you do, before I did all the work that I did prior to getting married to you and us going into our relationship, I had up a whole host of of defenses, and this wall was so great that not no one can climb it. And a lot of those things were just dealt with unresolved issues, unresolved traumas, things that I I hadn't spoken about that I should have spoken about, things that I didn't forgive myself for, and all these different things. And so I just decided. In the in-between, the desire for me having the relationship that I really wanted uh, and, and to getting to you was really doing the work to bring those walls down. And a lot of those walls were uh, self-inflicted walls because we, um, although situations don't turn out the way we want to all the time, our stake in it is the choice we made to exist in the situation, rather it was choosing the relationship and staying too long or having the same type of a relationship over and over again. Even if you didn't commit the violation, the one thing that you kept doing constantly was making the choice. So when I started changing my mind and really up taking stock on my you know, the pattern of decisions that I was making and really looking at myself and taking accountability, a lot of those walls that I had put up, put up began to come down because I realized the role that I played in everything that went on. That's not to say that the other place, person was blameless, but I also had to take accountability for my own growth reasons, and that allowed me to be more vulnerable when I showed up for, to this relationship with you. It allowed me to listen and hear at the same time. It, it, it allowed me to be more understanding because I was more gentle and understanding with myself. So the, the in order for me to present myself in a way that makes me completely naked and need protection is to work on those things in myself. And so because I knew I can trust you to protect me, I didn't have to have my armor up. I didn't have to let those walls go back up that I had worked so hard to break down 
because the foundation that we establish in our relationship, both by doing the work individually before we met, um, was was stellar because it it allowed me to not be on such a defense and for me to allow you to be the man and the protector that you're called to be in my space and for me to be the safety that you need for your for you so um a lot of what we, a lot of the armor that we build up that I I've, I've discovered is not just about the situations you end up in but the work that you don't do on yourself what do you think no that that is 100% the truth it is important um, before you make the the choice to be in a r- relationship, to be with a partner, that there is work that has to be done on you. And uh, as you are walking and going toward that particular understanding, understanding, uh, knowing that there are some situations and some moments where the armor is going to be important, yeah. Where the armor is going to be necessary, and then knowing when to take that off. But a lot of that, I, you know, honestly, it, it comes from a, comes from a place of trust. Yeah. Because if you don't trust the person that you are in relationship with to remove the armor, you're going to keep the armor on, and and it can become uncomfortable. It can become challenging to move forward in the relationship. So I would say, based off of my own experience that if you are deciding to be in a relationship with someone and you are finding it challenging to remove the armor after being some time with that person, you may want to reevaluate who situation. you with. Yeah, yeah you, absolutely. You, you may want to reevaluate because, and like I said, this, is, this particular kind, you know, understanding is a timing situation because when I met Monique, I had some armor on. It was some good, strong armor because I had been in a battle, battle for my heart, battle for love, battle to be with someone. And I can honestly say I had armor on, and it was strong, sturdy armor. And uh, (laughs) it was something that was necessary to have and to be. And there was some time that I needed to trust and understand that, you know what, I don't know. I don't need to have this on. You know, it's not necessary for me to have this on. I can take this off. I can be myself. I can talk myself. I can be in this place where it's not going to be an issue or a problem at all. So um, it's exciting to know that with that understanding, it it can be that way for you. Um, it can go that way for you. So, yeah, um, definitely important that you begin to work on yourself Know that you have armor on. Know that it's okay to have armor on during that time. It's okay. Um, And know that it can get you to a place where um, you can be all right. Now, just out of curiosity, because I know that this point really struck you, honey, when you were watching um, The Love on Stage, when they spoke about armor, can you talk about the definition of armor, what that looks like um, for you? I mean, is was there a particular defining, okay, that's what armor is? Well, yes. Um, the, the, that's kind of where I came from about self-work because a lot of the armor that she had on 
when she would come forward with him in a relationship was unresolved issues in her own space. And so those walls of resistance and armor that she she had on had had nothing to do with him. So when they were coming into connection, I don't think that she had really cultivated the ability to trust herself. And sometimes you can't remove the armor or even be trusting enough in someone else if you have not began to trust yourself. I think that she was still in a place of unforgiveness with herself um, over decisions that she had made or over um, childhood traumas that she had not dealt with. Um, and what he wanted to do and wanted to um, establish for her was an emotional safe space. But because she didn't trust her, her, her herself fully and she hadn't fully healed and worked it and brought herself to a, a place of wholeness, it was really hard for her to do. So the whole time that he was trying to connect with her, although he was being vulnerable and bringing his armor down to connect with her, she never brought down hers. So the relationship never really had a real chance. Sure, sure. Do you believe that your age, uh, your 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 understanding, how long you've been on the planet, can cause your definition, can cause what you believe your armor is? Do you think you can have like extra armor on the older you get, or something of that nature? Um. I yeah. I believe so. Cause like like you experiences like. My uh, dad always said that um, wisdom is wasted on the youth because all of your young years you you go through the traumas and the and all the things, all the heartbreaks and all and everything. Like it doesn't happen to you. Most times, if you if you're if you're going through life um, the way you really want to, you eventually become wiser. But it's at the expense of all your younger years being consumed with heartache and and trauma and mistakes, and um, you gain you gain wisdom for it from it. But you you lose your youth because you 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 used all that time to become wise, right? And so, um, yeah, I do believe that because it takes life experiences to gain wisdom. Then, yeah, I do believe that there's a a, um, a specific thing that goes along with being older because yes you had more time to have more things happen in your life and in your in your space um but i i don't want anybody to use that as a reason to stay stuck um because we all have things that go on and things that um have caused us to make different decisions in our lives about um who we are and 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 who we who we um choose to be but when you really have that desire for real connection and and I've never seen anybody be able to give a real strong hug with with with, with a shield and a knight's hat and and <laughs> and all these things on you're not you you can't you can't even prepare for an embrace when you're armored up you sure. can't so someone can eat you're not even you're not even gentle to the touch all they feel is the hardness of the shell that you put around yourself. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary of marriage. We've been we've now been together for five years of just existing together and one year of marriage. Um, that was um, just last week. Yeah. And with that understanding, can you talk about the difference between how you began to remove the armor 
Is that was that something that was different when you were dating me? Is that was that something different when we were married? Is there like a different kind of armor that shows up? Or? Well, the, the the difference with me is the armor is that I was what I use when I'm in the world. It's not what I use when I'm with you, um, because I because I don't know everyone else that's in my space, and I'm not in a romantic connection with everyone that's in my space. Um, there's a certain um, shield that I have to put around me to protect me from harm's way, you know, because you just you don't know what everybody um, is capable of outside of who you have a direct connection with. But when you decide to be in a romantic connection, I I feel like that the armor is what I need for the outside. When I come into my relationship with you, armor is is down. Um, I I learn the difference between um, what I need to survive when I'm out there amongst people that I don't know or don't have a, a connection with um, to what I need when I'm in a connection romantically. And what I need in a, in a, a connection romantically is to be to feel like I can be fully vulnerable. And the only way that I can call a vulnerability out of my partner is to show up in a way that would in, that will um, set the tone for that exchange. And I I believe that it ha- it has to be both people on both sides of that relationship that are. Agreeing to approach the relationship in the same way, um, because you 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 can't go um, in one direction if you're going if you if you're not of one mind. Like if you're if one person feels one way and still is protected, and the other person feels another way and isn't protected, then you you never get to a place of being in cohesion and sure. being in rhythm. And so I believe that what helps us a lot and what I really believe is important to do in the dating phase, like I'm talking about before you even decide this is going to be my girlfriend or my boyfriend, is that you have these necessary conversations that let people know, hey, this is how I want to exist in my relationship. This is how I want to show up. Um, This is what it feels like to me for you to protect me. This is what it feels like for me to feel like I can – I don't have to bring my defenses up. And you have to have those conversations. I think a lot of things are just left um, unsaid, and and it's not brought up until something is, like, triggered that yeah. uh, that um, invokes the conversation. And I what I really appreciated about our process is that there was a lot of very intentional conversations. There's a difference between just dating to date and dating with intention. And I think that when you're coming from a space where you want to date seriously and as opposed to just having something to do, um, the way that you approach that is different. The way that you work on yourself is different because you know the desired end goal. And because I have the desired end goal, I decided I wanted to approach my next relationship. I didn't know it was going to be you at the time, but I decided I wanted to approach my next relationship without the walls, letting myself be completely naked and who I am because I wanted to know that I was fully accepted for who I am. I can't, I can't, I can't, I don't know if I'm accepted for who I am, if I'm protecting myself 
from everything, protecting myself from everything and putting this shield up um, because I don't want you to see me. And I, my biggest desire, and I and I said that um, throughout our relationship as a common theme, is I wanted to be understood and I wanted to be seen. But if I'm guarded, you can't see me. And so I came and I did the work on myself to bring those defenses and those walls down and to work through those traumas. And that's not to say that we didn't have hiccups or have moments, but I made a lot of a, I did a lot of conscious work on um, being okay with um, being raw with myself. Because when you come into this trusting and raw relationship with self, it is it's it's so much easier to do with 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 someone else. And a lot of times that is the case. We hide ourselves in our relationships. And it allows us not to ever see ourselves. We use it as we use the other relate the relationship as a shield against who we are, right? Very, very. We, true. You know, we we use the other you know we use that relationship as a distraction from working on ourselves. But since I worked on myself before I met you, I wasn't distracted. I was I, I can be seen for who I was, thus seeing you for who you are. I didn't have I didn't have those defenses up. I didn't. I didn't come in with, um, and and because I was so raw, I know it was important for me to feel that I was protected and safe. And because you did the work that you did in preparation to be in a relationship, a serious relationship, which is something that that was your desire at the time, you had done the work to be prepared to protect. Uh, the 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 woman that called to be in your space, and because I did the work, I was prepared to be protected. Let's let's uh, take it to a place where I like to say it hits a little bit, you know, home. Um, first and foremost, I was thinking to myself as you were speaking, when did I know that I had removed armor? In the relationship, like when did I know that I had removed it? I, I, you know, I've already spoken on the fact that I needed to trust you, that I needed to have trust in in the relationship and that kind of connection. But when did I know that when I stepped into the relationship moving forward that it wasn't the same thing? So I was thinking to myself of an example, something, uh, a story that I can relate to. Um, I'll take it really, really simple. When we decided to move into this house here, um, I had never looked for a house before. I had never looked for a home. It's something that had been on my bucket list of something to do. I knew I wanted to do it prior to me getting married. I knew that I wanted to enter into marriage with a house. And I was like, okay, um, what's going to be the best thing for me to do in order to go there? So I was already feeling vulnerable fearful and scared because I had never done this before. So I had already, I had a bunch of armor on. My my my, my arms was covered up. <laughs> my back was covered up. All my legs was covered up. I wanted to be well protected because I was stepping into a place that I had never been in before. And it made me fearful, not only for that, but because I was like, 
she's going to see me in a vulnerable space. Like, you know, I've, I've, I've shown up in our relationship as, as this person and that person and some areas as a Superman and some areas as strong, but she's about to see me in a place where I'm really naked and really vulnerable because I've never done this before, and how am I going to be accepted? What's going to be the expectation out of her? What is that really going to look like? And for those that do not know, at the same time that the house was being looked for, we were also planning our wedding at the same time. So <laughs> she had so she had armor on too because she was taking care of I mean, we were both working together in both areas, but there was a really concentrated space and she was handling the wedding plans and the coordination, everything going on there, and I was doing the house stuff. So we both entered into a very important moment of our lives with particular armor on and I remember us getting closer to the date of the wedding, getting closer to the date of us moving into our home, and I I just broke down. I broke down because there was stress at the job. Um, my mother had just, you know, was still recovering from being in the hospital a year before, and I was like, I got all this armor on. I feel heavy and downtrodden. And I feel I need to keep this on in front of her because I'm walking into a space that I have never been in before. I'm walking into a space that I have never touched before. How do I do this? And I remember you looking at me and simply saying, we're going to be okay. And it was like all the armor just fell right off. And I was able to open up and talk to you and say, I don't know what I'm doing. I know that I'm working with a realtor, and he's great, and he's fantastic, and Sean, I love you, but I don't know where we need to live. I know that we need to live a little bit closer to where your parents were at. I ain't never done this before. We're going to need to pack up the house and, uh, you know, things with within ourselves concerning living where we're going to be living at. Is that going to be best for you? And everything that was going on, and Although it was very simple, and yes, it, it wasn't just, you know, it, 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 yes, the conversation was very simple, it was very to the point, but it was very intentional. And you spoke to my heart, you spoke to my mind, you spoke to my spirit, and you said, everything's going to be okay. Continue to move forward, continue to do what you need to do as you feel is best for us as we get from point A to point B. And I remember me having to have the same conversation with you, because you were putting stuff together, you were connecting the dots for the place where we're going to get, you know, having the wedding. And there was a moment where you broke down. You was on the phone, and you crying, and you sobbing. And I'm like, hey, we're going to be all right. And that trust and understanding and knowing that the other person has your back is a great space of understanding that you can remove the armor. It goes back to the early part of the conversation of trusting that person well enough to go, you know, we're going to be fine. We're going to be okay. And when we enter into this space, when we enter into this moment, this person is going to have my back mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, physically, we are going to be okay. So it gave me a soft place to land. It gave me an opportunity to be in a space where I knew I was going to be okay, and I knew it. And if, 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 if any guy out there, shoot, forget guy, if anybody's out there and you're listening and you're hearing what I'm saying, you want to know a really good indicator? of when the armor comes off, there is a lightness. Yeah. There's a lightness in your feeling. There's a lightness in your step. There's a reassuring in your mind. You just know that I'm going to be all right. 
I'm gonna be cool. Um, you know, if if anybody who's ever watched any old movies or seen a movie or TV show with people who had to put on armor for a battle, it looks heavy. It looks cumbersome. There's a lot that's going on because you're attempting to protect yourself and block yourself from the battles and the skirmishes and the things that you're going to be getting into. And when you take off that 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 heaviness over your chest over your legs, your arm, you just, there's just a lightness that just shows up. There's a clarity that I can say that does show up for you. So when you are in that space, when you're in that moment of being in a relationship, of choosing to be in a relationship, you'll know that the armor has come off for you. And this is just something that I've, you know, uh, experience myself there's a lightness there's an area I where agree. you can just be okay and mm-hmm. you can walk down that road yes and i and i i know of anyone if any of the women that may be present listening right now i know one of my biggest armors that i put up a lot of the time professionally um emotionally sometimes spiritually sometimes is control Yes. Um, I, I like to know how something's going to start and finish and, and, and uh, feeling like I need to, you know, be able to dot my I's and cross my T's. And um, I, I believe uh, the, armor, the armor comes off from me in that way when I just look at, over at my husband and um, he just he, – he, he doesn't have to really say, any, say anything. It's like something where we have an unspoken – kind of uh, vibe and connection that kind of melts away my desire to control things because in all reality we don't really have control over anything but our responses. And so I just, okay, in those moments I just remind myself that I have to take the power out of the situation's hands and put it back in mine and Mm -hmm. control my response to the situation so that the situation doesn't have power over me. And so it, it for me, it's just like a place of surrender. And I think that I had a huge misconception of what surrender looked like. To me, surrendering always was weak in my past. When a person would surrender to something, it's like, oh, they just gave up. They just rolled over. They just going to be a, 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 a stomping mat, if you will. But surrender, when you really are in a place of power, is a, is like, like letting out a fresh breath of air after you feel like you've been drowning, like tasting that air again and just surrendering and and trusting um, the process and um, thinking about all the times that things went awry but always ended up okay. And so, yeah, just like you were saying before, is just understanding that at the end of the day it's going to be okay and, and be okay with, Things not always going how you plan because I'm a I'm a planner and I'll just be having a specific I, I have a desired end and if it does not end the way I think it's supposed to end I am just on uh, in a special space like mm-hmm. we we were going through just recently this 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 pantry that I've just been wanting so awesome this pantry and and every uh, you know we keep trying to order the thing and it being hung up in this state and that state and we try to order it again and the desired outcome is to have the thing in the Kona yes and since I had a, a, a desired outcome of having it by a specific time 
it, my my little control shield was going up, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, oh man, I man, he, I I just I should have ordered it. See, if I would have ordered it, and, and if I would order, it would have been the same thing. But I, but I'm so in my own because wanting to control and thinking, you know, thinking that things are going to go my way because I because I did it. It's, it's, who's to say, no, who's to say? I would have made the same order on Amazon. It would have been stuck in the same place. Nothing would have been different. And so, just you know, just surrendering to that. You just you just cannot you cannot control things. You can't control people. I think that happens too. Is that a lot of the um, the walls come up because we view the the person in our space as our possession and not our partner. When we, when we when we attempt to control somebody's emotions, feelings, and reactions, and all of that, and we treat them like they're our belonging and not a human being, um, and uh, you know uh, that that is a, a, a um, it's a dangerous uh, place it's to a be. dangerous place to be, yes, but it it's also a sense of trying to protect because if I can control you, yep. I can I can then feel, feel protected, I feel yeah. protected, mm-hmm. and um, that's that's a horrible place to be too. Not not to mention suffocating for the other person. The relationship becomes all toxic, and um, it, it's just woo. Um, I think too. Um, the way I knew, I, I I don't know if I ever told you this, but the way that I knew even when we were in the dating space, that you had on armor was your list. This man <laughs> had a list for everything. I think he even had a list oh, on what he thought go. he was going to say, I love you. I said, listen, look at this man here. He got a list for everything. And I would comply. I would, I, you know, for a while I would comply. I said, I understand. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to, he's, you know, he's trying to get, because at this point I had, I was already, Sure of him, you know what I mean. I, I, I there was I had no question about wanting to be with him, but he had all these. It was his way of trying to control. He had all these lists. I said, look at him with these lists. Well, you know the 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 list was at the time I didn't know it. Um, I thought I was just being very, very to the point with my actions. The list was my ability to say that I'm scared because of what happened to me in the past. Control. And it, yes, uh-huh, control. And as long as I adhere to my list, I won't be blindsided, I won't be caught off guard. I'll be in control to make sure that um I'll be okay. And uh I had some heavy armor at the time. Especially Ooh, around my heart. On. Heavy armor <laughs> at the time. Um so yeah, you know Monique, we have covered quite a bit of ground yes, when it comes have. to removing the armor and getting naked, you know what I'm saying, without without no armor on and such of that nature. Mm. And you've had an opportunity to tie it into babysitting blessings. You've had an opportunity to tie it in into uh, the in-between, the power of the in-between. As we are coming to a close of this wonderful conversation and thank you so much for inviting me here and just uh allowing me to speak and and remove my arm if you will as we talk about these subject matters um for those that are listening now and later and they're wanting to be in a relationship 
their desires to be in a relationship, whether it be with themselves, whether it be with somebody outside of themselves, whether it looks like marriage, no matter what it looks like, whether it's, it's, it's a relationship with a job, a relationship with somebody within your family, uh, what that looks like for you when, when it comes to removing the armor, knowing what you know, let's give them a nugget. Give them one of them Monique nuggets that I always hear you talk about. One of those oh, things. yeah, wait, this is this is the no, you mean the no of the day. Mm-hmm, the no, there you go, the Monique no of the day, the nugget. Wrap it on in, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the nugget that I can most certainly drop about removing the armor is starting with you. Starting with you, I mean, it is so easy to project the things that we don't want to work on about ourselves onto other people, and we blame our guards on other people when it's really self-inflicted. We're punishing and traumatizing and being unforgiving and unloving with ourselves. So a person that's trying to come in and be loving and understanding and open has no chance because you have already decided that you don't deserve none of it through your actions, your deeds, your understanding, and how you're, you're, you're moving with yourself. The relationship with you has to be healthy before you can have a relationship that's healthy with another person. That's it right there. That is it right there. That is that that the CCC. I, I I love see y'all get to hear the nuggets when she does this show. I hear nuggets all day. It's like a it, it, it's like a McDonald's in here with this chicken McNuggets. Oh, not McDonald's, baby. That ain't real meat. <laughs> Say Wendy's or something. Okay, there you go. Wendy's, Wendy's nuggets everywhere. There's just nuggets everywhere. I love it. Um, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Yeah, it really does start with you. You know, it. I, I can 100% every single day I wake up. Putting on armor, removing armor, it really does start with you. And if you're wanting to have a stronger relationship with anything outside yourself and even with yourself, it starts with you being honest, being real, keeping it 100 for real, and understanding that I do have armor on. Yes, I did put on this armor. This is my own. You, you've actually put a name on your armor. Is is color-coordinated. You got it, you know, you know, you know, it, it fits just right, all of that. And know that it is there and know that it doesn't have to be on, it doesn't have to stay on when you're in a trusted, when you're in a healthy space with yourself and with others around you. That's great. That's excellent. So do you feel that we're done? Do you feel that we've, we, we've finished? Yeah, we've, I feel like we've we tapped on all type of things. <laughs> okay, so... We do have some folks that have decided to join us. Yes, yes. What's up, people? We greatly appreciate it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to call out the last four of your phone number. If you have something to say, please do. If you don't, just let us know that you have nothing to say. Doesn't matter. We greatly we ain't heard appreciate not you being. Thank you for being here. <laughs> so we're going to start with the last four. Zero two zero nine zero two zero nine. I'm going to unmute and let's see. Let me make sure that I do this correctly. Zero two zero nine. Are are you there? Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We gonna work it out. 
Okay, 0209. You know, these wonderful technical difficulties that come with fun and excitement for everyone, they honestly can be just that uh, for real. And, um, ooh, Lord, mm-hmm. we just love technology. Yes, we do. We just love technology. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to circle back. There we go. We're going to circle back, and uh, we will uh, give an opportunity to um, uh, to actually just go to someone else. Um Let's see here. Let's go to, uh, let's see, oh, 5661, 5661. Are you there? Phone number ending in 5661. Uh-oh. Wait a second. Let's see now. I do apologize. You know the wonderful technicals of of, of life. We are, are trying to remove the armor from the technical difficulties. There you go. Well, you know what? For those that are here, and um, those that are are listening, we greatly uh, appreciate it. Um, technical difficulties they do happen. Um, if you would like to give your uh, conversation, if you'd like to give your thanks, your opinion, your thoughts, however you feel about it all. If it's bad, keep it to yourself. <laughs> you are able to reach out uh, to us uh, via on Facebook. You know what? How about that? I know that that's not something that, all, that, that, that often happens, but you're able to uh, reach out to Myself and Monique on Facebook, you can look us up, Monique Rozier, R-O-Z-I-E-R, Garrison Rozier, R-O-Z-I-E-R. Let us know how you feel when you're listening to it, you're feeling it, what's going on with it. We do apologize for the technical difficulties, but for those that are hearing our listening. Can you hear me Can you hear me? Oh, 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 okay, oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. we got somebody, oh, we got somebody, somebody there. Okay. Now. What's oh. going on, person? Who is this? Who what is, is going on? This this is the mother, the mother of all mothers. This is <laughs> Oh this is Lord, my come on, babe. I was I am so proud of you guys. That was so good taking off that armor, you know, because I stepped into my marriage. I was so armored up, I said I had layers of it. Oh my gosh. And so <laughs> no one I mean the poor man, I don't even know what to tell you, you know, being able to know and understand your armor and how you are all protected up. You know, a lot of people do. People go into protective relationships, whether it's with other people on their job, like you said, relationships, all protected up because we don't want to be hurt anymore. We don't want to, you know, struggle. And so I really appreciate this um, conversation. This show was fantastic. And there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, Mom. You're welcome. All right, well, folks, there we go. Like I said before, uh, prior to uh, starting the show or in the midst of the show, I mentioned that I would give some information on um, where you can find the music, where you can listen to the music, and uh, that you've been listening either for In the Know with Mo, 
or for just say it for when it, when it comes for um oh wait a second um area code eight five six uh five six six one are you there yeah I'm here I'm at number hey. ten. What's up? Uncle Billy. Uncle Billy. What's going on, Uncle Billy? That's a, that man, I know he cool, boy. What's going on, Cool <laughs> What's up, y'all? Hey, I'm here with hey, you. Hey, Billy. Uh, yeah, man, that was uh, good stuff, man. I just want to know if I win the toaster, man. Did I get that toaster? <laughs> <laughs> you do win the toaster for being caller number four. Yes. Wonderful toaster. We'll go ahead and mail it in to you. Mail it out to you, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hey man, it was real good. I think you guys um uh, t- t- together uh um have a nice flow, man. And, and um but it was definitely information thank you. Definitely better. You know, um, old people we know that journey. And um yes. when you yes. But it was real good and um I, I appreciate you guys sincerity opening up your life. All right, man, to uh, to people, man, and uh, that's that's all good. I appreciate it. Thank you, Uncle Billy. Love you, too. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. Go. Do you need to add that to the poster? We'll go ahead and just kind of do it off the phone, you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do it off the phone for you. Send you a virtual toaster. (laughs) Virtual toaster right there. All right, guys. Thank you, Uncle Billy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. 